welcome our new sponsor to the Man at 50 podcast, Scars and Stripes Coffee Company. They empower veterans to build their own business using their e-commerce platform. When you purchase from Scars and Stripes Coffee, you are buying from a veteran, and your purchase directly impacts the men and women who have served our country. Do more than say, thank you for your service. Order today and empower a veteran. Use vet code Richard at scarsandstripescoffee.com. That's scarsandstripescoffee.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Man at 50 podcast. I'm your host, S. Richard, author of the book, Man at 50, A Journey of Crisis, Revelation, and Survival. So let's get started on the Man at 50 podcast, a podcast that is for you, your little person within you, your hopes, your dreams, and hopefully a new plan for the future. Welcome back, everybody, to the Man at 50 podcast. I'm your host, Brad Richard, and today we are joined by uh, a lady. Her name is Karen Scarra, and she is a uh, survivor of a traumatic brain injury, and she is joining us today. Let me bring her into the room, and she should be here shortly. <laughs> and I think there we go. Hi, Karen. Are you with us? Yeah, yeah. Hey, nice to nice to have you here. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the Man of Fifty podcast. Um, we are uh, glad that you're here. Um, I just kind of did a little intro. Um, you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury, and you're here today to talk about um, how that uh, affected affected your life, the people around you, um, the other people uh, that you met during your healing process and during your hospitalization. Um, your traumatic brain injury was caused by an accident. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, tell us a little bit uh, about the accident, what happened, and then, of course, what happened afterwards. Um, you did provide some pictures. We're going to put up uh, some pictures of the accident uh, today uh, for the YouTube viewers to look at. Um, if you're listening to the audio portion of the podcast uh, you'll need to go over to YouTube and check out the video portion so you can see the graphics uh, that we're going to put up. But tell us a little bit about the accident um, and the aftermath. And, and you know, I can't even imagine. I've seen the pictures of the car, and it it must have been a really bad accident. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I actually have no memory of my accident because, well, I've got a brain injury from that, so kind of self-explanatory, but... Sure. <laughs> so uh, basically what I've been told what happened is um, I knocked out the power in Parsfruce Grove by running into a um, one of those tall wooden power poles in the countryside. And um, so that knocked the power out and then that triggered someone to come and uh, look and see what the problem was. And then they found me. But what uh, the police figured from the tire remarks, everything else that happened is that um, there might have been an animal or something on the road. So there were tire marks that were like skidding straight on and then like, uh, then I veered right. And what they think happened was I was veering right and I was, or sliding right or something like that into the ditch. And then when I was about to start flipping is when I um, flipped my car into the power pole and I knocked it in half, like those big, big ass wooden power poles. Mm -hmm. So I guess there were, um, 
how what do you call those things um the the lines and whatnot they were dangling above me and they needed the jaws of life to get me out and stars helicopter came and got me because uh, my brain was swelling too much there was too much blood that was like pooling in my brain and um yeah they needed to get me to the uva hospital immediately and then after that i spent two months in the hospital and one one year and a half with outpatient therapy as well wow was there anybody else in the car or was it just you it was just me yeah and i know there was no alcohol or drugs or anything like that 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 were part of it i was very sober and uh, yeah, I was just headed to a party. And it was after um, our work, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The um. So it was just you and a power pole. There was no other vehicles involved in it. Yeah, okay. I was told that if there was someone in the vehicle, that they should have been dead instantly. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. Oh. Right. <laughs> wow, that's just incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, what I'm going to do is we're going to. Um, uh, just to let people, you know, take a look at, uh, let me see if I can go ahead and I'm going to share my screen. And so um, I'm going to share the screen and I'm going to share the photos here that, that you've provided. Um, you know, folks, just look at these pictures and, um, and you know, it's just, it's a absolute divine intervention that you survived it. Um, you, you, you know, you did. They're pretty gnarly, aren't they? Yeah, you did receive a traumatic brain injury from this accident, and um, but you survived it, and now you know, um, wow, you're helping other people, and <laughs> you're you know you're thriving, and, and you're doing some great stuff. So let me try Should to. Should I explain sh- my injuries too? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, sure. If you want to do that, then we'll show the pictures. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my um, spine was fractured. I had bleeding and bruising in my brain a moderate slash severe traumatic brain injury and a and three severed skull fractures wow that's i know how to get it done (laughs) yeah i mean that's like oh that's just uh amazing i think the most dramatic thing that i've ever had from a medical standpoint um was an appendicitis and uh yeah it was ruptured for three days i was in the hospital for a month with appendicitis and yeah. that's, that's, I can't even imagine that kind of, uh, you know, the, that kind of trauma to the body and, you know, and to the mind. And now how long were you in the hospital for? I know you did a lot of outpatient, um, but how long were you actually in the hospital? From the, from the uh, I was in the hospital for, as an inpatient and I was there for two months. So one month or a little bit over a month was at the U- University of Alberta Hospital. And then and the rest of it was at uh, the Glen Rose Hospital where I got actual like uh, treatment and uh, therapy and whatnot. And they just, they, they work you to the bone. <laughs> wow. That's just in- incredible. Um, well, <clears throat> you know, I know that you are working, um, you're on a mission to help other people um, with uh, traumatic brain injury um, and, and other people with as far as mental health challenges and things of that nature. Um, and we're going to get into that in the second part of the podcast, but uh, we want to talk about, you know, you and, uh, and, and let the uh, listeners or viewers, you know, just kind of experience what you went through. Um, okay. and, and it'll definitely have more of an impact uh, when they see um, some of the great stuff you know that you're doing. So let me see Thanks. if I can if I can share my screen, Len. Let's look at these uh, photos together here. So we're gonna go share screen, 
and then we're gonna hopefully um yeah make it work so um just let me know karen can you see the uh can you see the pictures of your car i cannot see anything right now okay it may take just a second for them to come up um yeah. there is um there's uh the picture here that i'm i am i just started sharing the screen so hopefully they come up uh let me know when you when you start to see them um there's the second photo the third photo and um yeah well i there we go. now i can see it perfect okay great um there's a little bit of a delay so um this is obviously um i'm looking uh, tell me if you're seeing what i'm seeing karen i'm looking at the driver's the driver's window in this yes. picture okay that's the driver's yeah. window um and let's go back um the next photo wow um basically the entire roof of the car is completely collapsed um yeah thanks for sharing those oh you bet and hopefully um i mean like i said if you're listening to the podcast um on anchor fm to be able to see the the um the photos that karen provided and we have another graphic that we're going to put up in the second part of the podcast um just head over to uh, my youtube channel and um you know the video will be there and you can see um the graphics there so uh, I know mm. people listening to the podcast is like, I can't see nothing. And it's like, yes, because it's, <laughs> it's a podcast, but uh, that's why I got the YouTube channel as well. So yeah, those pictures are um, incredible. Uh, now you were telling me that you, let me go ahead and clear that out. Just bear with me a second. Okay, cool. Um, you were telling me that now when you were in the hospital that, um, you met a lot of just incredible people. Uh, can you mm -hmm. tell uh, tell me, the listeners, the viewers, um, about the people that you met and just the atmosphere of of um, you know the hospital that you were in? And um, I think you you used a phrase, the uh, walking wounded. Yes. So if you can kind of address that a little bit. Um, and, you know, kind of get into that a little bit, um, you know, after the accident and um, what you experienced with, with other people that you met that had, the, that had similar injuries uh, to okay. what, you, what you got. Yeah, well, um, ah, shoot. Uh, train of thought. <laughs> That's okay. But, um, yeah, what I can say is that I've met some, like, incredible people at uh, Glenrose Hospital because that's where I did my outpatient therapy through and uh, physio etc and with my neurologist too is also outside of Glenrose but um, yeah the people I met I've become very close to and they I consider them very good friends and yeah they're probably 20 or sometimes 30 years older than me but that's okay they are still really cool people and we share a common a lot of um, similar struggles like uh, with our memory loss, problem solving, em emotions, just our personality change. And there's this one, it's called the walking wounded. And I learned that term through the hospital. And what that means is, oh, shoot, where's my memory? Oh, shoot. <laughs> That's okay. talking about the walking wounded, right? 
Yeah, the, so the basically, yeah. So the walking wounded is basically an, an internal injury. So you cannot see that someone has that injury. So it's basically they're walking around and it's someone who looks like they're fine, but they really aren't. And it's just like a, having a mental illness too. It's just like you look like you're fine, but you're not. And that is, you'd think that'd be a bonus, but really it's actually rather frustrating because people belittle you. People will assume that you're ready to go back to work and this and that. And why are you lying about your injury? Things like that. And it's like, no, this is actually what happened. And so I carry around the pictures on my phone and my accent. That way they can just leave me alone Mm-hmm. And just say like, oh, okay, now, yeah. But anyway, sorry, sidetracked. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah. Now, um, there was, uh, you said that um, there were so many people that you came into, into um, that you connected with that, um, I mean, they had to relearn a lot of different things. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, and tell us a little bit about that as far as, um, I, I mean, there was some rehabilitation, obviously, and a lot of different physical therapy and, um, and things of that nature. So what were some of the things that, that you had to go through in the rehabilitation process to come back from something so horrific like that? Uh, you know, I can't imagine, but that's it, it. You know, you're obviously a super strong person to come back from that. So um, that's, you know, and. And then, and now you're helping other people and, and you're reaching out and wanting to, um, to kind of make the world aware that when you encounter someone, not everybody, um, you, you don't know their story and you don't know what has happened, uh, in their life, in their life. And not everything is on the outside. Um, there's a lot of people that we encounter on a day-to-day basis, um, that are wounded, internally um in their mind mm-hmm. and and you know and and the challenges that they have with within themselves uh inside and that's something that we just have to be more consciously aware of so yeah. um just kind of let let everyone know what was your rehabilitation process and what things did you kind of learn what what did you gain from that experience okay in, in rehabilitation uh, well i've seen several <laughs> Um, health specialists. So I've seen like a, a physiatrist. I've seen a psychologist, neurologist, physiotherapist, um, acupuncturist. Um, who else? Um, occupational therapist, and some just regular. Um, I don't know. How, how do I word that? But just uh, some people who uh, were teaching classes at Glenrose, and they were like a reading group um memory group problem solving group and there's like there was several others too but those are the ones that i remember right now Mm -hmm. but um yeah those are some of the things that i went through and did and um one thing that uh say that i found rather frustrating when i was in the group is that uh, my level of pain and i uh, had to unfortunately when it came to reading group one there was this one facilitator who I didn't quite get along with but that's bound to happen but uh, I was in a lot of pain so I looked like I was just depressed so she was just trying to ask me like do you even want to be here I'm like I do but I just I don't yeah but oh crap I keep doing that I keep going off track I'm sorry no that's okay what were we talking about I 
I haven't been through what you've been through and I do that all the time. So, um, but as far as um, you didn't get, okay, you didn't get along with this one facilitator um, in, in the rehabilitation process. Um, was, was she questioning your, your progress or your yeah, willingness to, to, to make stuff work or to get better? Yeah, it was rather frustrating because everybody who was there at the, the um, at the reading group and whatnot, we, I don't know, have like, there's some people who've been in motorcycle accidents, people who've had strokes or get yeah, tumors and, um, or people who've been in car accidents and stuff like that. And I've even met one guy who was assaulted by a guy with a baseball bat and his skull was like, oh, it's gnarly, but okay anyways <laughs> sorry wow but um yeah so um i oh shoot sorry my memory sucks uh <laughs> no that's okay that's okay uh but yeah the reading group um yeah we just you'd think that being like in that whole group that you would understand that not to judge a book by its cover mm-hmm making it seem like my progress was further along than she thought. But when you look around the entire group, I'm just in the same boat as everybody else. So right. I don't know. Maybe we just set each other off. I don't know, but well, nice mm-hmm. lady though. But yeah. Right. But, yeah. but she, but she, um, she didn't have the understanding. She didn't have the relatability um, to your injuries and other people's injuries. And um, uh, something that I've a saying that I've used throughout my life is the essence of understanding is experience. I'm not sure I follow. If the essence of, of truly understanding something is experience. I.e. Oh, okay, yes. me- meaning if you haven't experienced something for yourself personally, mm-hmm. it's, almost impossible to to have a full complete understanding yeah to gain yeah yeah, to to gain total understanding um you know walk the walk and and you have to you have to have experience that to really truly understand it and she Mm -hmm. might obviously she didn't have that she didn't have the full experience so her understanding might have been you know a little bit questionable Um, yeah yeah i can't expect everybody to be understanding those that's okay well right right um i think people that went through traumatic situations like you have um the best that they can do is probably reach out to people who have also through those situations because they've experienced it, they can relate to it, and they've, mm-hmm. they've done that. I think, you know, that's, that's, um, that's crucial, you know. Um, I, I have a concept of health. Uh, went through that particular uh, in their life because it's, 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 I can relate to it. You know, it's, it's pretty good, you know, I mean, from a psychological standpoint. Um, we talked about a few questions, and um, before we, you know, go break in, before uh, we have a short little uh, commercial break, I wanted to mm-hmm. just a couple questions here. <clears throat> and I'm using coffee because I'm losing voice. Um, <laughs> let this. What message do you want to give to others who have had what, what is if you had one message what would it be uh to other people that have experienced traumatic injuries ultimately is that patience it's as uh, it's gonna be a long road but if you put out those positive vibes put out um uh, positive energy you will get i don't know we feel you deserve the end like uh, i'm not sure how to explain it properly but uh yeah, basically just keep working hard and it'll uh You'll, you'll get what you want. Mm-hmm. You just got to really bust your butt for it. Yeah, work a little hard, everyone else, but exactly. But the, um, the finish fund is, is, is there. Yes. For sure. Cool. Okay, um, here's another question. Um, after my injury, what is the number one thing they can do to help themselves? 
Okay. Um, again, patience. Um, a lot of it is just try and really watch yourself. It's like be um, self-aware. So the biggest thing to do is like if you're trying to work on your anger, anxiety, anything like that, just watch yourself. Or if you have a depression, watch yourself. Meaning that if um, you I don't know, trying to work on something, just ultimately try and see how you react to a certain situation that would trigger you to be depressed, angry, anxious, etc. And just try and really watch yourself so that way you can ultimately in the end improve. I hope that makes sense. Oh, no. Uh, so being, being patient with yourself and giving yourself permission to fail and restart. Uh, that's it, absolutely, yeah. Okay. I just kind of, um, I mean, that's just how I heard it. So I just kind of wanted to read it back to you. And so, okay, cool. Uh, let's see. And then the last one I wanted to cover uh, for this section would be um, what can other people do to help people that have had traumatic brain injuries or any other mental health issue? Um, and, and what should we all be that people that have an experience that? What can we do? To oh, that's a good question. Um, ultimately is, um, you know, that saying, like, just don't assume, like, uh, they'll make an ass of you in here, right? Mm -hmm. So only if you have heard that someone is going through an experience or even if you just run into someone on the street, just simply smiling to just make someone's day. It could be a life and death, right? Like as in, not to make it sound so dramatic, but seriously, it's the truth. Right. And so if someone has an injury or going through something, just don't make assumptions and actually learn to listen. And just then you will learn so much more by doing that. Yes, we could all listen more and talk less. <laughs> yeah, I, from, from a guy that, you know, I mean, if I couldn't talk, I don't know what I would do, right? I mean, I have a podcast <laughs> and I'm a speaker and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's, that's um, good stuff. I, we talked, you know, before we went, before we went on and, and we, we've talked a couple, a couple days earlier. Um, I mean, the, the traumatic brain injury um there's been a lot of people that have experienced that um and it it kind of goes along with the uh, uh ptsd and bipolar and schizophrenia and there's a multitude of different mental health issues um that are out there and that people are dealing with every day um yours was something that occurred because of a life circumstance. Um, it wasn't something that, you know, you were born with or, or, no. or that type of thing. Um, so it was something that happened to you and the most incredible aspect for me in hearing your story is that you're moving on, you're continuing to build your mind, um, you are, uh, you're also part of a group that I'm, I'm a part of, uh, the Blue Talks group. Um, and, you know, when they had the Amplify Your Message uh, virtual event, uh, we both were members and we both attended that event, you know. So I can see that, that you are, that you're continuing to improve your thinking and get your message out there. Um, and I just, you know, I think that's awesome. Um, you, <laughs> Yeah, you, you're not allowing what happened to you to define your direction. And your Absolutely, feet. yeah. And, uh, you know, kudos. 
if I had a <laughs> if I, if I had a cheer button, I'd hit the cheer button. But you know, I don't have that. So, <clears throat> so uh, that that's just amazing. Um, when we come back, we're fixing to take a uh, short sponsor break, and when we come back um, with the second part, uh, we're gonna uh, talk about a a program or a system that you have developed or that you used yourself and you're helping other people uh, mm. use the system that, that you have put together to help them in their reading comprehension and to strengthen their mind and to help them uh, begin to think stronger and more clear. And, mm. and, and a lot, it's, it's like, a, it's like, it's like going to the gym uh, with your brain. You know, it's, it's like a brain gym. So it's, 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 a, it's an exercise and it's a program that you put together. So when we come back from the break, we're going to cover that. Um, we do have a graphic that we're going to put up so people can visually see it. Uh, and then we'll have you kind of walk through uh, the acronym and explain what each of the letters mean. I think it's a really cool system. And um, so we'll do that when we, when we come back. So just stay with me. Um, this is the Man of 50 podcast. I'm your host, Brad Richard, and we have been talking with Karen Scarra. Is that right? Yeah, perfect. Oh, cool. And um, <laughs> she is a survivor of a traumatic brain uh, injury uh, that occurred um, when she was in a horrific accident. And she is with us uh, alive and well and doing great things. And she's with us today on the podcast. Um, we did show some pictures. Um, if you're if you're tuning in towards the end uh, of the first first part of the podcast, um, just you can head over to the YouTube channel and uh, check out the uh, photos. Uh, we did show some pictures of of the car uh, after the accident, so you can check that out. Um, but we're going to take a short sponsor break, and when we get back, we're going to get into part two with Karen Scarra, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, a system that she's developed to help other people. Uh, with their reading comprehension and uh, and helping them exercise and making their brain stronger and uh, and making uh, making them uh, happier people. So we'll be right back after this sponsor break and uh, hang in there. I want to welcome our latest sponsor to the Man at Fifty podcast. The company's name is Pure Green, and they are one of the fastest growing juice and smoothie bar franchises in the U.S. They are taking on health straight on with some fantastic, uh, healthy, delicious products. So I would encourage you to check them out at peergreen.com. That's peergreen.com. And um, I am very happy to be uh, associated with the Peer Green family and very happy uh, that they are a sponsor of the show. Okay, welcome back, everyone, to the Man of 50 podcast. We are back for part two of our interview with Karen Scarra. She is a uh, she has survived a unbelievable a car accident, uh, which um, she got a traumatic brain injury from the car accident, and she has fully recovered. And now um, she is telling her story. Uh, in hopes of, of it helping other people that have gone through similar um, events in their lives or, or that have, have uh, traumatic brain injuries and um, they're trying to you know, deal with that. Um, and it, it makes life a lot harder, obviously, to deal with, deal with that than, than the rest of us, you know? So um, when, 
when we went to break, we were talking about a system or a, um, a program that you have kind of created and that you've reworked it and put it together um, for, um, for people that are having a hard time with uh, reading comprehension, um, maybe foggy thinking, you know, and, and, and trying to get their brain to engage and work uh, faster and better. Um, mm. And so you, the program that you developed, um, tell me a little bit about, now I, the, the, the acronym for the, the program is PQRST. Is that yes. correct? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's the alphabet, people, <laughs> starting with P and ending in T. So uh, PQRST, um, I had to read those letters a few times and I went, oh yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> I got it, it's the alphabet. But um, each of those letters are important because they have a meaning. So, mm -hmm. um, and also, well, let me back up. If you can talk about the, um, we're going to go ahead and put, I'm going to put the graphic up uh, for, you know, for the program. And then if you can talk about what each letter means and how it's utilized in reading comprehension and helping the mind get stronger. So, okay. I'm gonna uh, first, I should say too that um, it's not something that I developed, like completely developed myself. It's um, one that was already out there, and I decided to tweak and make it my own. Mm -hmm. And then, voila! Voila! Now, this is something that you used yourself, though. Yes. Okay. Cool. And um, you told me that now this system or this way of uh, of 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 exercising the mind um it's being used on the military bases up in canada can you talk it a little is. bit more can you talk a little bit more about that or or how did that happen sure yeah well um i forget how many years ago it was since i started it but uh, basically i was seeing a speech pathologist at um Glenn's hospital and she taught me this technique is called pqrsd and i'll get into what um, the letters mean but basically it helps with reading comprehension. And I found out that this method is being also taught in universities too, but people are paying through the nose to get it. So I figured why not um, try to make it free? So then also my um, mom, she works on a military base and she, <laughs> she runs into people or uh, military members who have struggled with traumatic brain injuries in school or learning the official language is very, very difficult for them and so I figured I would try and um, tweak this uh, PQRST tool uh, into my own that way they would be able to understand it that way they would be able to utilize it and so um, I gave it to my mom and then she helped uh, spread it across Canada onto military bases so now if they are anybody who's struggling with a um, brain injury or not and they want to improve their reading comprehension, they, all they have to do is ask for this um, tool and they will hopefully find it useful in helping them uh, learn a different language. That's awesome. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, um, let me go ahead and pull up, I'm going to pull up the graphic and then, and then you can go through um, the different letters and what they mean. Okay. So it's right here. And let me know if you're seeing um, the graphic. Okay, I'm just gonna have to wait a couple minutes maybe. But yeah, there's 
two different versions though. There's a PQRST for articles and there's PQRST for textbooks. And the one for textbooks is uh, virtually the exact same thing, but I'll get to that in a bit. Okay. Are you seeing the graphic? Yes, you know I am. Okay. PQRST right. and... At this point, we had uh, some audio uh, glitches and we are going to post a text graphic that explains how to use each and every letter of the uh, PQRST system. So in the YouTube channel, we will have a text graphic um, showing the uh, procedure and what you do with each and every letter. The audio just glitched and we uh, had a problem with that. So uh, that's why I'm inserting this audio in there. But um, go to the YouTube channel to see the graphic and the explanation of each and every letter. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I think we're back. Cool. The graphic should be down as far as I know. Okay, cool beans. All right, we're back there. Um, but now you actually use this to kind of retrain and relearn. Um, I mean, did you have to, did you have to learn like writing skills, alphabet numbers? I mean, what type of relearning did you have to go through, you know, after the accident? I mean, did you, did you remember, you know, anything, any, any thinking skills at all, or was it like starting from scratch? In some ways, it felt like starting from scratch, but at the same time, too, it felt like it was always there. But I just had to try and unlock it somehow. So there was parts where with walking, I felt like I needed to really learn how to do that. Same thing with numbers, my writing skills, and same thing with my drawing skills, too. Like, just a lot of it was just like, I knew it was there. I just had to really try and, I don't know, unlock it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And this, and this, I mean, this really did help you with that. It did. It's really saved my ass when it came down to trying to um, uh, learn a little or read a, an article or anything like that. It uh, really helped me out. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I personally, I really recommend it. It's a very helpful tool. Oh, shoot. Mm -hmm. I forgot to say, when you're going into the queue part of it, um, you're not supposed to go and look back at the article. You're supposed to just uh, memorize what you skimmed over and then move on to the R, R, uh, R part. So, does that make sense? Oh, okay. So, that way it's more improving your um, ability to remember what you just read. Right. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so don't cheat. <laughs> yeah, don't cheat. No. no. Don't cheat. Okay. Just at, yeah, ask the question. And um, yeah, I would be tempted to go back. I would, mm -hmm. I would be tempted to go back and, and, and preview and do the preview thing a little, little deeper, but yeah, you know, that's just, yeah. but um, okay, cool. Uh, let me go ahead. And we have a few last questions here. Um, and then if, if listeners and viewers want to reach out to you, um, if they or someone that they know, um, has had a traumatic brain injury, or they may have uh, PTSD or other challenges uh, from a mental health from a from a um, mental health standpoint. If they mm -hmm. want to reach out to you, we're going to put your contact information and ways that people can reach out to you um, 
in the show notes so they can okay. you know find that information uh in the show notes but i do have a few uh questions here in the last part of our interview um i'm i know that the listeners and the viewers i mean they're going to find this very beneficial um even if you know even if you don't have a, a, a traumatic brain injury or if you don't struggle with any kind of mental illness issues or 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 mental health issues um, we all know or we have encountered or will encounter someone that does. And so it's, you know, I, I think it's just, it's great information. Um, your story is inspirational. Um, and you are reaching out and you want to help other people and you're becoming stronger every day. So then that in, in and of itself is it's just, it's amazing. I'm glad to have you on the, on the podcast. Um, you know, and, and, uh, I'm an advocate for people's, uh, little people, our little me's. And, um, and, and I think you're taking care of your little, your little Karen, you're taking care of her and you're taking care of your adult, uh, person and you're, and you're, you're kind of, you had to kind of go back to being, a little girl probably um did you feel like you were a little a little kid um like right after the accident were you like a little kid learning new stuff for the first oh, time oh yeah okay big time mm -hmm. so yeah i remember my mom uh talking to the doctors and my mom told me that yeah you know what your brain karen is basically like a sponge right now and that everything that you learn is going to be creating new pathways or basically like anything that I do right now is, um, yeah, like I said, just create or trying to, like I could be essentially learn or create a new brain for myself. So be like being hard on the head, if it's created an opportunity that, yeah, you know what, maybe it could be this great pianist or something like that. Or mm -hmm. I don't know. I just got to actually put in the time and run <laughs> start the timer and then I, I achieve it. Well, um, you know, when I look at your situation and look at what you went through, um, for me, uh, and maybe there's viewers out there relate to my kind of thought here is, you know, you kind of had to go back, um, to when, you know, to when you were a child and then you kind of had to restart a lot of things, uh, and relearn a lot of things. And, and even though you were an adult, you kind of had to step back into relearning stuff. And, and, and it's like, I, I've only learned this once, I relearned it a second time. Um, Pretty much, yeah. but it but it's made you a stronger adult because, you got the opportunity to look at it from a positive standpoint. You got the opportunity um, to learn twice. And exactly. so, so, you know, that the, uh, the learning is more embedded. And so, uh, you know, it, it, that's the silver lining, I guess, you know, that you have reminded me of that before. And, uh, and now you're a people, which you may have done that uh, before the accident, uh, or, or you may not have, but at least now, you know, um, do, do you feel like you, you were, you were kind of directed into, helping other people because I, I I get that you were really interested interested in getting the message out mm -hmm. about brain injuries and mental health challenges um and you feel like that's really what you want to do moving forward because you're, you're what 25 yep okay so you have a long life ahead of you um I'm 56 so you know I, I got times too but um that's fantastic oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> but um appreciate that but you have you know, a lot of years ahead of you, and um, that kind of into, into, into a couple of my last questions here. Um, what what are your plans for the future? I, I, other than helping other people, um, you know, learn and 
make my you know stronger and what would you where would you like to go with with you uh came through and survived okay um well i really like to um just go on this path and just seeing if you have that program implemented to like military bases and you want to cross like the united states and across the world but um ultimately i have like so many other like ideas that uh i really want to push forward but i just don't have the um connections for but yeah i'd like to i don't know run some businesses in the future and um have my own book and uh, really just try and send a message out there about the walking wounded and also just about um how it's okay to quit on yourself and but just to keep getting back up Mm-hmm. Yeah, staying staying down is a bad idea. Mm. <laughs> you know. Well, I've learned that it's actually taught me a lot quitting, but at the same time too, it's taught me how to get back up. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, I I think your message, you know, I mean, obviously it it, it needs to get out there. Um, I, there's tens of thousands of people that that have been where you have been. Um, they may not be in a place as good as you are. Um, they not they may not even they may be in a uh, a pity party, they may be in mm. um uh, just self absorbed in, in their pain and why did this happen to me? Um and they may not be in a strong place, um or in they may not be coming from a perspective of I'm ready to help other people um, yeah, yeah. you know get through this. So so that's where you come in and that's that's where you um can show them an example. You no, know, and that, <laughs> that is super cool. Um where can uh, the listener and viewers, where, what's the best way for them to reach out and connect with you um, to talk about maybe their mental health issues that they're having or if they, know, if they have a loved one that, that has some issues? Um, what's the best way for them to get in contact or reach out to you? And if you want to state that, I will also put it in the show notes. Okay, great. Um, yeah, you can uh, reach me on Facebook, um, Karen Scarra. So that's K-A-R-E-N. And my last name is Scarra, S-K-A-R-R-A. And you can also reach me at my email, which is karenscara at gmail.com and K-A-R-E-N-S-K-A-R-A at gmail.com. Perfect. And uh, like I said, I'm 56, so I'll have, to put that, I'll have to put that in the show notes because I would remember <laughs> that. I won't remember that, but um, <laughs> uh, I should use the P-Q-R-S-T to remember that, remember what you said. But uh, we'll put shots uh, for people like me that needs a clickable link. We'll do that. Um, okay, well, we, uh, I got two questions before we let you go. Um, what lessons have you learned during your, and this is kind of a, this might be a long answer, um, you know, so I'm going to drop the question at the end of the podcast, but what lessons, or even what lesson, just pick one lesson that you have learned during your journey with uh, traumatic brain injury? Just what's probably the best lesson to say to you? Hmm. That's, a, that's a good question. <sighs> Ultimately, um, oh, being self-aware, being self-aware is so important. And you mentioned meditations earlier. Yeah, patients too. Like when you're, when you really get to know yourself, when you're in isolation, and you just like even during this uh, pandemic, you probably have a lot of time to get to know yourself too. It's just basically sit sit down for a bit, even talk to yourself a little bit, and uh, just kind of go back onto some things that might be trigger points, like I mentioned in the past. Is um, yeah, just really get to know yourself and what triggers certain things, and yeah, and as far as patience goes, um, yeah, just don't be so quick to get out of where you're going. Just kind of stick it out and just hope for the best. And even if things don't turn out the way you want, make it turn out the way you want by putting out positive energy and actually putting in the efforts to actually achieve your goals. Yeah. Excellent. What um, is 
how can people how can how can people change the way other others treat people? With, um, did I type out that question? I don't remember. <laughs> I think I typed it out, and I'm like, wow, I must have been like drinking some like hot tank coffee when I when I typed that out because I, I, I doesn't make any sense. But anyway, <laughs> basically, I think where I was going with the last question is, what would you want people to know? about the importance on how they treat people with mental illnesses or mental health challenges. What do you want to know about how they can impact or affect somebody with mental illness? Okay. How how important is that? It's very important because the way you treat someone, like I just mentioned before, like giving someone a smile while you're walking past them on the road can literally mean not to sound too dramatic about it, but like, because I'm just thinking back to days that I've honestly felt suicidal. And if someone just glared at me, like I've known, like some people have, it just really puts me in a, in a tough spot. Just like, you know what I am? I'm, I am worthless. I am this, I am that. And it's really just not a healthy spot to be at. But when you have someone smiling, you're like, okay, you know what? I'm hot shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something something along those lines like yeah you know what i got this and they say right. it too yeah exactly uh, we could all use a little more you know imagine john lennon or whatever but, um, <laughs> you know but yeah i no i i i totally get that um i i want to thank you we're gonna wrap it up uh for today uh we'll put your contact information in the show notes and i want to thank you for being on the show um like I said, for people listening to the podcast uh, at Anchor FM or, you know, the audio only, um, there will be uh, on the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see uh, the, um, the program, the PQ, uh, PQRST program, uh, the reading comprehension uh, program, the outline uh, that Karen used herself uh, to help strengthen her mind and, uh, and recover from a traumatic brain injury from from um, her dramatic car accident that that she had to endure and that she went through. So um, you can check out the graphics over at YouTube. Plus we have photos of the accident uh, of the car and uh, you can see those uh, over at the YouTube channel. So we're going to wrap it up. I do thank you for being on the podcast. Uh, Folks, we have been speaking with Karen Scara and um, she um, does have a traumatic brain injury. She has been recovering for many years. Um, and um, I guess my final question is, is how many years ago, um, when, wh- what year did the accident occur? Uh, 2013, August 10th. 2013. So wow. So that's seven, seven years, seven years ago. Um, and it's, and it's still, a major um, part of your life. Oh, big time. Yeah. Part of your thinking, uh, part of your struggles. And, um, you know, so to the listeners and the viewers, um, sometimes life can, uh, can happen to you and um, it, it will, in, it'll be embedded in our lives and we'll probably have it with us forever. And so uh, Karen is managing what happened. Uh, She has overcome uh, the struggle. She is reaching out, wanting to help other people. Um, And she is, uh, she's just 
a lady that wants to help others get through what she is getting through. Uh, and, and she's doing that, uh, at the same time that she's healing herself. So, um, I just thank so much. Great value. You provided, you know, great insight and inspiration, uh, to, uh, the audience, uh, the viewers and the listeners of the podcast. So, um, thanks so much. Uh, do you have any last, uh, do you have anything that you want to say right here at the end before we, uh, before we let you go? Uh, I just want to say thank you. Um, yeah, like this whole opportunity to just be sharing my story. Like, thank you so much, Brad. I really, really appreciate it. And it's given me a lot of kind of hope. Um, so yeah, basically like what I'm getting out of this is that, you know what, sometimes when someone comes along and just gives you an opportunity, or even if you just look for opportunities yourself, you'll come across someone like Brad, who will just really, I don't know, see the best in you, see um, kind of potential in your story, and just, yeah, someone, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how to word that properly, but just, just keep looking up. Yep, keep, keep looking up, uh, keep looking up, um, you know, um, you have my respect, my admiration. Um, my whole thing is loving our little, our little selves, loving our little, mm -hmm. our little me's. Um, and my message, uh, in my speaking, in my mentoring, um, in this podcast is helping people love their little selves because in my opinion and i'm not a, psycho a psychologist um thank goodness for that but um <laughs> but um in my opinion our light and our subconscious is one and the same with our little person so my subconscious and my light resides in little Brad and little Brad will always be there. And he's grown up, he's 56, he's an adult. Um, but I, but I walk with him each and every day. And so my message um, to the listeners and the viewers is your subconscious mind and your light is, is so powerful and you can do amazing things if not only do you believe in yourself as an adult, but you believe in your little person and your little self. And you had to revisit your little self because you were put back into a position of really not knowing what you used to know. You know, and you had to kind of restart. So, um, with that being said, you know, it's, uh, it's an inspirational story. I want to thank you. You provided <laughs> great information and inspiration uh, to the podcast. Um, so, folks, reach out to Karen. Um, she's, yes, I'm, sure, I'm sure she's willing to help you with any questions that you may have. Um, and we're going to wrap it up.
So uh, this has been the Man of 50 podcast. We've been talking to Karen Scarra, and she is a uh, definitely a survivor of a traumatic brain injury and a devastating uh, uh, car accident. And uh, now she is helping other people, and she wants to get the message out that the walking wounded are out there, and uh, they need a smile and maybe a fist bump or an elbow tap. Uh, <laughs> no, no hugs for right now with the COVID, but um, j- j- just treat everybody with love and respect because you have no yeah. idea what's in their heart and what's going on in their mind. And, uh, and a smile can be the best uh, medicine you can possibly uh, give to anybody. So um, of course. thanks everybody. We are going to let Karen go. Uh, it's uh, Sunday afternoon, so we'll let you go so you can enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, but uh, thanks again. I appreciate you being on the podcast. And uh, we're going to let everyone go. Uh, Thanks, everyone. Make sure you check out the website, uh, bradrichard.net. We have some more updates. Um, Check out our sponsors, Scars and Stripes Coffee and Pure Greens. Uh, Check them out. And uh, for all the latest updates, uh, check out uh, bradrichard.net, the website. And don't forget to check out the YouTube channel so you can see the pictures of uh, Karen's car or what was left of her car. And you can check out um, the PQRST reading comprehension Mm -hmm. program that she is utilizing uh, to help other people. So take care, everyone. You're very welcome. Um, Thanks, Karen, for being on the podcast. Um, Until next time, this has been uh, the Man of 50 podcast. I'm your host, Brad Richard. And like always, I end the podcast with Love your little me and take care of yourself until next time. Bye for now. This has been the Mountain 50 podcast. Please join us next week for another episode. And you can visit our website at outskirtspress.com forward slash man at 50 the book.